You are listening to the Faith, Love, and Relationship Podcast with Melvin Davis. Thank you for uh, joining me back in wrapping up this message, Hill for Love. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for your support. Um, if you share my podcast with your uh, with your friends or family or your significant other, thank you so much for getting the word out. Um, I've been receiving um, just an overwhelming uh, reviews and feedback from people um, who are, you know, learning something from uh, the messages that God placed on my heart to share um, with you all. So thank you so much. I want to apologize for it, you know, taking so long to to wrap up this uh last last part of this um this series Heal for Love. Have a lot going on in my personal life. Um one of which involves um being about my father's business. So there's some things that's in the works in terms of of ministry. So thank you so much for um your patience and and also your continued support. So here's the last message. Um, and before I get into, you know, uh, the meat of what God has placed on my heart um, to share with you all, I want to I want to pray first. Um, I want to thank God so much for, you know, just for his grace and his unconditional love and um, for his wisdom um, and the gifts of his spirit. You know, without God's love, you know, we are nothing. Without relationship um, with Jesus, we are nothing. And, you know, I want to encourage you that you will seek intimacy with Lord, with the Lord over anointings, blessings, materialistic things, even over finding love. Um, because if you don't have a personal intimate relationship with the Lord you have nothing but when you have Jesus you have everything so I want to encourage you to prioritize um, your relationship with Christ that is the number one the most important relationship that you have in your life so I want to pray Jesus thank you so much for being my Lord and Savior, thank you for dying on the cross um, for the sins of this world. Just thank you for your um, your generosity. You're, you're such a giver. Um, you're more than just a Lord and Savior, but you are a friend. You are a teacher. You are the Prince of Peace. You are the I Am. Jesus, thank you so much for um, those who are tuning in and listening to this message. I pray that you will bless their hearts. Open their, give them eyes to see and ears to hear. Um, to whatever you, you want to uh, speak through me um, today. I honor you, Jesus. I glorify you. I magnify you, Lord. It's in your name, Lord Jesus, that I pray. Amen. I got a scripture that I want to, um, this is going to be the foundation of this message. And if I'm going to, you know, 
give a title for the last the last uh, part of uh, this series. I'm going to call it recognizing the hurt in others, recognizing the hurt in others. And this is a scripture that I um, want to read that came to mind um, actually moments ago was not um, did not initially plan to uh, read the scripture with you, but it it, it came to mind uh, a few minutes ago. And I'm reading out of Mark 8, verse 22. So Mark 8, 22. And I am reading from the New King James Version. So Mark chapter 8, verse 22. And this is so, this is very, um, you may have, you may have not looked at healing in this way. Um, maybe indirectly or uh, uh, have not been conscious that you know one, one of the reasons why it's important to heal um, but you know I'll get into that shortly so Mark 8 uh, verse 22 then he came to Bethsaida and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him so he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like, like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house saying, neither go into the town, nor tell anyone in the town. So this is Jesus um, having an encounter with this, um, this blind man at Bethsaida. And what's, um, you know, what's interesting, you probably heard this already, um, People, a lot of ministers have used the scripture to preach their messages. So this is nothing new. Um, I find it what's significant about this story is that Jesus led him outside of the town. And there's a reason why he chose to heal him outside of the town rather than inside. But when he led him out of the town, it was just Jesus and him. And sometimes your process of healing may require you to withdraw from a crowd of people or whoever you may um, occupy your time with. And Jesus will draw you into the secret place. Whatever that looks like you when you spend your one-on-one -on -one time with God, with the Lord. And this is where Jesus needs to have a conversation with you, where you need to encounter him alone, where you don't have um, outside noise and distractions. Who knows, maybe the people in that town were um, under the guise of, of being unbelieving believers. But Jesus led, Jesus decided to take this man out of the town 
where they can be alone. And Jesus healed this man in a very unconventional way, using spit. Who knows if Jesus would have done that in front of people, the backlash, and not that Jesus would have cared, but the backlash, um, those who are legalistic, those who are, you know, under the spirit of, of the Pharisees and Sadducees and who would just question every single uh, method that, that God chooses to do whatever he wills to do. But he chose to spit on his eyes and put his hands on them. And then he asked him, have you saw it? You know, what do you see? Do you see anything? The man looked up and says, I see men like trees walking. Now the first, the, the, the initial uh, contact, Jesus spinning on his, on his eye and, and touching his hands, putting his hands on him. He did not fully recovered, but he saw men, his eyesight was open just enough to see something. And as you're going through your healing process and you get along with Jesus, he's going to, that healing might happen instantly, or it might be a process that he's going to take you through. And this process is going to be, uh, pertinent or uh, critical or important for you when you meet someone else who might be going through the same thing that you're going through that you can take them on a journey and 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 share your testimony of how God healed you and how you had to get along with the Lord and to get away from other people so that you can so that person can be healed so he saw men like trees and so this is an indication that his eyes begin to open to open enough to recognize what was around him and when jesus begins to heal you your eyes your spiritual eyes may begin to open where you recognize the hurt in other people Remember this, this, um, this, this series, this part three of this, of the series is called recognizing the hurt in others. So Jesus touched him the first time and he, he sees men walking like trees. Then he put his hands on again. So this is the second time that Jesus touches him and told him to look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. You see, healing is not. Healing is not only um, not only positions you to find true love, but it helps you recognize the hurt in others. That when you are healed, you're whole. You're able to see. You have the, the the discernment, and this is so important as you navigate through life, um, and you are dating people, or courting people, or you're, you're pursuing someone, or you're engaging in conversation. And, and, you know, you're passing, you know, shoulder to shoulder with people and you begin to talk to them. But when you when you talk to people and, and, and engage someone, when you're healed, you're able to recognize and, and see where that person is at uh, spiritually, emotionally, mentally slash intellectually. And I've come to uh, become aware or, or a conscious conscious of 
um, recognizing the hurt in others by, you know, being healed myself. And you really have to see the heart is so deceiving. You know, you heard the saying, the heart wants what the heart wants. Right. But see, the heart can want something. Even when it's broken. The heart can want someone even when it's it's wounded, because in many ways, your, your flesh does not like to be alone. And your flesh would encourage you to get into a relationship and look for love while you're hurt and while you're hurt or broken. And you really have to and even healing helps you not only does it help you recognize the hurt in others but you can hear uh, much clearly and discern much clearly what's in a person's heart and you find out and, and, and discover as you engage in conversation you get to know someone is that the spirit of God is going to allow you to see you know what's in someone's soul the reason and, and help you uh, discern why that person is looking for love or why that person is looking for another relationship. And if you never, if you never get along with Jesus and never take that initiative, uh, that first step in going after God so that you can be healed, it's going to be def difficult for you to even recognize the hurt in others because there are a lot of hurt people who are looking for love and they have not done the work or have you know be you know begin the journey where they can you know be healed for love and not only does being healed help you recognize the hurt in others and and and, and help you be able to hear, uh, you know, the motives behind um, why people are, are, are looking for love. But being healed for love um, helps you make better choices and better decisions, meaning that you're not going to occupy or invest time in just anyone because you're not desperate. When you're healed, you're still. And when you're still, you're, you're able to to wait on God for him to uh, confirm, you know, who you are uh, talking to, dating or recording. If that person is the one, it's difficult to hear the voice of God when you are, when you're broken and wounded because your emotions will become God in your life. And I mentioned before that your emotions, um, they're very strong. Emotions are very powerful. And I'm not saying that emotions are negative. God has given us uh, the ability uh, to feel, to have feelings for someone, uh, you know, the ability to uh, experience discomfort, anger, you know, those, you know, those are emotions, happiness, those, those things are, you know, those things are a gift from God, but your emotions can become God in your life when you're not, when you're unable to walk in the spirit, your emotions can guide your flesh. And your emotions can speak on behalf of God because the voice of your emotions are much louder than the voice can or become 
much louder than the voice of God in your life when you're being led by your flesh and not by the spirit. So, I don't know what your healing, your process of healing may look like or what it would take. I do know that you do have to take that that you do have to take a step towards Jesus if you want to be healed. And this might be the most terrifying an uncomfortable thing to do to look at your wounds to have the courage to even face and look at your wounds and, and you know your brokenness and look at the pieces of you but I can tell you that it's, it's worth beginning the process I think there, there I know that there are thousands of people who have gotten married, who have gotten engaged with wounds and brokenness in their heart. Relationships don't fix don't fix brokenness. Relationships don't heal wounds. A healthy relationship may help you forget about the past and and, and wipe away you know, those toxic and negative memories that you have with someone in the past and make you, and, and, you know, completely erase, you know, those unfortunate experiences. But God didn't give us relationships so that we can seek them to be healed. We have to go to Christ to experience healing. A relationship or a marriage for that matter is for that matter is it's a gift from God. But it's not meant and designed to heal you. It's your relationship with Christ that's gonna bring about the healing. The inner healing, the deep healing, the healing your soul that you need. So that you can be a healthy a healthy and functional and whole person. But if you are seeking another relationship because you feel that it's going to heal you, that's a very unwise thing to do. You're kind of like working backwards. And healing will also uh, will give you uh, contentment, that you're going to feel content when you're healed. You're not going to feel desperate and finding love, you're not going to just entertain your time with, with someone else. But when you're healed, you're able to wait on the Lord. So I'm going to wrap up this message and bring it to an end. As you're sitting here thinking about uh, everything that I've said, things that God has placed on my heart to uh, to speak to you about in this uh, in this episode Heal for Love I want you to think about where you can be if you were healed 
what would be different about your life? What would be different about your decision making? You see, some people come together by default of their brokenness. By default of their wounds, they you give your you, you give your time to people when you are you you give your time to certain people when you are vulnerable. Some people will date in court differently if they were healed and not vulnerable. You're able to make informed decisions and, and, and decisions um, led by the Holy Spirit when you are healed. When you're not healed, you make decisions based upon how you feel, by your emotions. And Jesus desires, uh, he desires for us to walk in the Spirit. so that we may reap the things of the Spirit. He does not desire for us to walk according to the, to the desires of our flesh because there is no life that the flesh can produce. And it is the will of God that you be held not just for finding true love, not just for recognizing the hurt in others and being able uh, to hear clearly, but it's it's the will of God for you to be healed and 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 period, and rather than walking around and going through life dealing and carrying with something that God wants to uh, remove from your heart, I would encourage you to go back and read Mark eight twenty two on your own time. And read the scripture, ask the Holy Spirit to, re to reveal uh, a revelation to you about the scripture. And meditate on this word. And pay attention to why Jesus took this man out of the town and got, and got along with him. And then in the last verse, he says, neither go into the town nor tell anyone in the town. There is a testimony that's waiting, uh, that's waiting for you once you go to Jesus for him to heal you. And it's my prayer that God gives you the courage and the boldness to confront whatever it is that you need to dig up in your past and face and talk through in order for reconciliation to happen or be possible. Or for you, for you just to simply, simply let go of whatever it is that has brought trouble and hurt into your life. And Jesus, thank you so much for uh, this message. Thank you so much for your word that brings deliverance and healing. That brings clarity and peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you so much for your healing power, Lord. I pray that that those who are listening right now, that you will touch them. 
that you will place your hand upon their hearts, Lord. That you will remove whatever burden that they're carrying in their in, in their hearts and, and, and even in their soul, Lord. I speak healing into their life right now, Jesus. I ask your Holy Spirit to come upon whoever's listening right now. And that you will rest upon them. That you will give them uh, uh, structure in their mind. That you will just remove confusion. Remove the, uh, the things that cause them to drift away from your presence. The things that cause them to move in the spirit of, of unbelief. Because unbelief will block our healing and our blessings, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for listening to this prayer. It's in your name, Lord Jesus, that I pray. Amen. If this message has this message has touched you, I pray that you will that you will pass it on to someone else who needs it. Um, as always, I'm I'm open to any thoughts and questions about uh, the messages that I share. You're you're welcome to email me at um, I am Melvin M E L V I N D A V I S uh, at Gmail. I am Melvin Davis um, at Gmail dot com. You're welcome to uh, ask me any questions um, that's relevant uh, to the messages that I share. Um, if you want to check out my book, Hill for Love, um, I tell people all the time that, that this is more than a love story, but it's a story about healing. It's a story about family and reconciling and putting the past behind you only with the help of of Jesus Helpful Love is available on Amazon and iBooks and, and both paperback and ebook version so that's Helpful Love H-E-A-L-E-D for love the next um, next episode is, is going to be I think a really good one you um, I'm going to discuss the green flags um, in a relationship but the green flags that you're going to experience with someone that you are interested in you hear about the red flags all the time but we never hear about the green flags the positive things um, I'm looking forward to getting to this message um, more than likely I will drop uh, some hints uh, of, of what that message is going to look like and, and some of my quotes, if you want to follow me on my social media platforms, uh, Instagram, it's I am, I A M underscore Melvin Davis. And on Facebook, you can find me by my first and last name, Melvin Davis. So be on the lookout for that podcast. Thank you so much again. God bless.